This is keep me free. He is Lord of the Sabbath. He is Lord of the Sabbath day. You know, many of leadership, the powers that be, were not only jealous of Jesus, but they hated him because he was healing on the Sabbath. So interesting that to do good on the Sabbath day was not even acceptable to the mindset. To do that, to do that which was good wasn't even acceptable in their eyes. do that that was good was not even acceptable in their eyes but it wasn't that Jesus was doing good things it was that he had power he had power over the Sabbath see Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath he says I am Lord of the Sabbath the Sabbath was man made for man the Sabbath was made for man not man for the Sabbath. See, the, 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 the leadership believed in many ways in their mind that they made the Sabbath holy, that the Sabbath was holy because of them. Because of them keeping the Sabbath, it was then holy. So they reversed the power, see. They reversed the power and put it in their hands. If we keep the Sabbath, then the Sabbath is holy because we're keeping it. Jesus said, you got it wrong. He said, I am Lord of the Sabbath. The Sabbath day was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Man does not make the day holy. Man does not give holiness to the day. And what is the holiness to the Sabbath? What is holiness to the Sabbath day? What does it mean? It means that God could finally find a place of peace. We have to understand how important Jesus is to his father. See, he's important to his father first. That's what makes him important to us. He brings peace to the heart of God. He brings rest and comfort to the heart of God. He brings a resting place, a place of peace. Why would God need peace? Why would God need to rest? If he's holy, if he's mighty, if he's all powerful, why would he need to rest on the Sabbath? See, this resting that we're talking about is, is, is an issue settled. It's not as if God was, his strength was waning on that day. It's, it's, it's a solution to an issue. A solution to a problem. On this day, this day, this holy day, this understanding of this holy day, we understand that Jesus is this holy day. He is Lord of the Sabbath. So when we come to Christ, we enter into the rest. We enter into the Sabbath. So you have to enter into the Sabbath day. When we come to the Lord Jesus Christ, we enter into the Sabbath day, see. The Sabbath day is a place to enter into. 
not just a day when we put our burdens down, when we set our burdens down for one day. It's not just that. But it represents us entering into God's remedy of a problem, of a situation, of a rebellion. So when you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, when you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you enter into the Sabbath. God no longer has a controversy with you. God no longer has a issue between you and him. See, in my opinion, my humble opinion, all that refuse that refuse to enter into the Sabbath, God still has an issue with you. Because you haven't accepted the acceptable day, see. You haven't entered into the acceptable time, see. God has an acceptable time and an acceptable day. The acceptable year of the Lord. When you can come in. There's a, there's a day and a time when you can come into the resting place of God. And that day is every day for mankind. Our Lord said, my day has not come, my time has not come, but your time is always. You can come to him right now in salvation and to be born again, born of his family, to enter into the resting place of the Sabbath day, to enter into the resting time, to lay down your burdens of rebellion, to remove the stain of sin that's in your bloodline. We're talking about the cleansing of the human bloodline. The cleansing of rebellion from the human bloodline. The remo re removal of rebellion from the human bloodline. This is a wonderful thing. That you can be made whole. You can be made clean. Say so... It, as the scripture says, though your sins were as scarlet, I'll make them white, whiter than snow. You can put on the garment of righteousness. What would keep someone from accepting that? The simplicity of the gospel. The gospel is not complicated in this regard. It is the cleansing of one's relationship. It is the cleansing of one's spirit. It is the cleansing of one's heart. It is the cleansing to be clean in God's eyes. To no longer have the stain of the death of sin held against you. That's a glorious day. That's a glorious event. To be set free from the sting of the grave. To be set free from the power of death. To release from the prison of an eternal separation from the Most High God. I couldn't imagine being expelled out of the presence of God 
for all of eternity, never feeling love, never feeling hope, never feeling joy, never feeling peace, only the torment of my rejection of his son. Only the torment of my rejection of the Son of God. See, Jesus satisfies. Jesus satisfies. Jesus satisfies and removes the iniquity in the blood of humanity. God breathed into the nostrils of Adam the breath of life. Jesus breathes on us the Holy Spirit, born of his spirit, placing his Holy Spirit inside of us, placing his spirit inside of the born again believer, placing his spirit inside of the born again believer, bringing a born again believer home. To be set free. Why would anyone reject freedom? Why does we reject Christ in favor of myths? Why do we reject Christ in favor of fantasies? Why do we reject Christ in favor of our self-will, our self-notion, our self-desire? Why isn't Jesus more attracted to more people? Why wasn't he more attractive to me? My mind was wrapped up in the ways of the world. My mind was wrapped up in the thoughts of this world. My mind was wrapped up in the hearts of this world. Seeking a place, seeking a place of redemption among men, among mankind. Wanting the the, the praise of men more than the honor of God. Wanting the acceptance of people more than the honor and love of God. Many of us will reject Christ in search of a person, in search of a place, in search of a thing that comes out of this world, out of this life, because it's tangible. Because it can be seen, it can be smelled, it can be touched, it can be felt in the emotional life. The emotional life had become the greatest God of many individuals in this earth. We reject the Lord Jesus Christ because of our emotions. Our emotions can't let go of things. Our emotions can't let go and receive another notion. Our emotional life can't let go and allow us to see. Jesus says, open your eyes, open your ears, that you might hear something new, hear something, something new, see something different. You might see another light, another path. Lord, open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord, that we might see you, that we might receive you that we might realize that you are the way, the truth, and the life, Lord. 
that we might be children of light, Lord. The separation, the great separation is ongoing. The rejection is ongoing. The acceptance is ongoing. When I came to the Lord Jesus Christ, I knew I came home. When I came to the Lord Jesus Christ, when he called me and I answered the call, I couldn't deny it anymore. It was something about this man. It was something about what he had to say about himself. It was something about what he had to say about himself. I was drawn to him. I was drawn to him. I was drawn to him. I wanted to know more about him. Take time and find out what he has to say about himself. Just don't receive what I have to say about him. Find out for yourself. He's worth investigating. He's worth investigating. He's worth investigating. He's worth spending time finding out what he has to say about himself. Don't listen, necessarily listen to what anyone else has to say about him. Find out what he says about himself for yourself. The word is all around you. Pick up that Bible. Start at the Gospels and begin reading. Begin listening to what he has to say about himself. What a man has to say about himself. What does this man have to say about himself? That makes him the resting place of God. That makes him a place of peace and comfort. That makes him Lord of the Sabbath. What is it about this man that makes him Lord of the Sabbath? What is it about what he has to say that makes him Lord of the Sabbath? What is it about who he is that makes him acceptable and most pleasing to the Father? What makes what does he have to say about himself that remedies the problem, that brings a solution to the issue? What does he have to say about himself that brings glory to the Father God, to Father God and all of creation? What does he have to say about himself that makes him the cornerstone, the prince of peace, the king of kings, the lord of lords? What does he have to say about himself? Is it worth your time? Is it worth investigating? Is he worth you launching out a little deeper? You know, you need to be enlightened. The Lord need to enlighten our minds, enlighten our thoughts, Lord. Enlighten us. Let your light shine upon us that we might see, Lord, all of those that are going to come to you, Lord. I'm, I'm calling out all those that's going to come to you, Lord. Let your light shine upon us, Lord. I want to see you for who you are, Lord, not for who I think you are. I want to receive you for who you are, Lord, not what I believe you to be, Lord. I want to see you and know you as you are, Lord. See, we got to find out what he has to say about himself, people. When I first came to the Lord, I took time. When I first wanted to discover before I even was born again, I read the gospels over and over and over again. 
I read those gospels over and over and over. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John over and over again. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John because I wanted to know what he had to say about himself. And when I began to realize what the things that, some of the things that he had to say about himself, I wanted to know him more and more, see? It's a thirst. It begins with a little, a little drop, a little seed. It's a little mustard seed, see? Faith in believing in the Lord Jesus Christ begins like a little mustard seed. Let me find out what this man has to say about himself. That's a little seed being planted. And as you keep growing, as you keep going, as you keep going, as you keep listening to what he has to say, as you keep hearing his word. See, faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. You have to hear what he has to say about himself. See, And it'll be documented in heaven whether you agree with it or not. It'll be documented in all of eternity whether you reject it or not. Those that receive him receive the Sabbath day for his Lord of the Sabbath. You can enter into the rest of God. You can enter, enter into the peace of God. You can lay down your burdens in him. You can finally bring his spirit home to him. See, he satisfies God's need. He satisfies God's desire. The Lord Jesus Christ pleases the Father. So when you come into the Lord Jesus Christ, you please the Father. When you come into the Lord Jesus Christ, you please the Father. He becomes happy in you and happy with you because you have his spirit. You have the spirit of his son placed inside of your spirit. You're no longer a rebellious one. You've crossed over from death to life. Find out what he has to say about himself. Don't reject him. But at least, without at least knowing what he has to say about himself. And if you reject him after that, then your rejection is true. If you reject him after that, then your rejection is complete. And I pray that the Lord Jesus Christ will open your eyes and open your ears unto salvation that you might be born again, born of the family of God. Because he is the Sabbath. He is Lord of the Sabbath.